A few years ago, one of the kids in my online coaching program said to me, Coach Rebecca, I wish we could just go to a gym and have you as our coach. We would all be so happy and so confident. And that warmed my heart and I was like, oh my gosh, that would be the best. And that comment stuck with me for years. So now I'm going to do something about it. I am inviting gymnasts from all over the country to join me for the first ever Confident Gymnast Camp this August 3rd and 4th. This camp is all about breaking through mental blocks. So if you're struggling with a skill and you want me and my team to help you break through in real time, then check out confidentgymnast.com for details. Hi guys, on today's podcast, I'm talking about when you get stuck on a plateau, how to know if you are ready for your breakthrough. So I'm going to go through the stages of change that come before a breakthrough so you can get an idea of where you're at on that or where your athlete is on that sort of willingness to break through and change, how to move through those stages once you figure out where you're at, and what sport parents can do to help their athletes move forward. And I'll give you a hint. It's less. (laughs) It's a lot less than you probably think. All right, let's do it. Welcome to the Perform Happy Podcast, where athletes and their support squad come to learn the secret weapon for sports success. I'm your host, Rebecca Smith. First, I was a scaredy cat gymnast, then a coach. Now I'm a sports psychology expert and a parent. Athletes, whether you're feeling stuck or you're having the best season of your life, I'm here to help you reach peak performance and maximum enjoyment. Hey everybody, I am Coach Rebecca Smith and I am live here to talk to you about how to know if you are close to your breakthrough or not close to your breakthrough. So this is, I'm going to give you a little sneak peek of one of the little mini courses that I have in my membership, which is called Peak Performance Parenting. And this is not just for parents today. I'm going to talk about this for athletes, for parents, and coaches can get a benefit out of this as well. Basically, when when somebody is stuck something's not right. I imagine it like they're down in this hole. This especially comes up around fear or anxiety, mental blocks in general, you know, like negative thinking, things that keep you stuck, things that you're just like, something's not right. And I'm on a plateau and I don't know how to get off and I don't like it. That's sort of like you become aware that you're in the hole. Okay. Now, before that happens, you are unaware. And you're just like, you're cruising along, you're doing your sport and you're like, not really thinking too much about it. And then you have something that makes you realize, oh, maybe I'm not where I want to be. Like your teammate goes sailing ahead of you, or you don't make the team or something happens where you're like, wait, what? I thought I was doing great. And now all of a sudden I'm not doing great. And I'm apparently on a plateau and I don't like this, or I can't do this skill or what's wrong with me. So that's you're moving from the very first stage of change, which is pre-contemplation, where you don't even realize there's a problem. Often coaches and parents will look at an athlete and be like, they're off, or there's something not quite right, or what's what's wrong? A parent or an athlete, or even a teammate is going to be able to see from the outside, like, you're this kid's not playing to their potential. Meanwhile, the kid's like, everything's fine, everything's fine, everything's fine. It's like, you're skipping along and you've fallen in the hole and you don't realize you're in a hole. Okay, then something happens and you're like, wait a second, I don't like this. I want this to be better. And then you enter the contemplation phase where you're you're like, huh, could I be better? Is there something wrong? 
is something not working in the way that I'm approaching my training? And you're like, am I in a hole? <laughs> I'm not sure. So you're you're like, gosh, I, I think I'm I think I'm struggling and I think I want to do better. And you're you're contemplating what could I change that would make this better? Okay. Then you go into the third stage of change, which is preparation, or some call it determination. So you fell in the hole, you didn't realize it. And then you're like, ah, I'm in a hole. I'm not performing the way I want to, or I'm not training the way I want to. And then you're like, you know what? I'm going to make some changes. I really, and that's sort of like the, I'm going to go on a diet at the end of the month, or I'm going, not that I'm encouraging that. I'm just saying like, those are the, the things that were like, okay, I'm going to start hiking. I'm going to start reading more. You're like, I'm going to change my ways. That's when you're in pre-contemplation. You haven't actually changed anything yet. You're like, I'm going to climb out of this hole, or I am going to break through this fear, or I'm going to get my confidence back. And then you're like, cool, you you decided you're going to do that, but nothing has happened, right? So you're like, I want to be out of this hole. I believe it will be helpful to move forward. So then you move into stage four, which is my favorite, which is action. And you're like, I'm going to figure out a way. And then you start climbing. You actually get out your pick and you start climbing up out of that hole. Okay, so now when, it, when this comes to fear, mental blocks, any kind of mental challenge, negativity, your mindset isn't where you want it. If you're aware that you want to change it and you're like, all right, today I'm going to get out my journal and I'm actually going to write in it. Today, I'm going to actually ask my coach for help. Today, I'm going to actually, like, I am actually doing this thing. I'm going to, you know, like I have a strategy and I'm going for it and I'm going to make this happen. I'm going to make this change. That's when things really start to emerge. So a lot of the time parents come to me and they're like, my poor kid is really struggling. Or the kid's like, I'm fine. There's nothing wrong. I'm okay, mom, back off. It's cool. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. That usually happens when they're in that pre-contemplation either or contemplation or even preparation. They might be like, yeah, I want to do something, but I want to figure it out on my own. When they finally are in action and they're like, I will do anything, you know, or at least in that preparation, like, mom, I want to figure this out. What can I do? that's when it is time to jump in and be like, all right, let's get the support we need. You know, like, let's get the private lessons going. You know, let's work with a mental coach. Let's get on a free consultation call. Let's talk to people who are making the progress you want to make and figure out what they're doing and start making that action. Okay, then, so you're changing your behavior. You're in that action phase. You're changing your thinking in a new way. You're trying a new mental strategy. You are going out there doing things in a different way. It feels uncomfortable. The action phase is where the magic happens and it is uncomfortable and awesome and powerful. Then, so that's like you're you're actually doing the work. You're climbing out of the hole. You're like, I don't want to be afraid anymore. I'm doing this work. I'm walking into the fire. I'm doing what, do, I'm taking suggestions. I'm open-minded. And then you're there and you're like, whoa, you look back at that hole. You're like, dang, that was a big hole. And I did it. I climbed out. Then you get into the fifth phase, which is maintenance. And that is the reason why I have set up my whole, my whole company the way that I have is for this last piece. Because a lot of people will be like, oh, my kid's struggling. And then finally, like they wait until finally the kid hits a wall and they're like, fine, mom, I will get help. And then they do their few sessions with a mental coach and they like, they start really making some progress. And then six months later, boom, they're afraid again because they have neglected the maintenance phase. And the maintenance phase is what we do in Perform Happy. And you can do this in a lot of different ways. This is just the way that we do it. We have group trainings every single day of the week, just about. Actually, it's like five days a week. 
And we are constantly going over those strategies that help you to dig out of that hole. And then we add the next piece, which is like, okay, you're not afraid anymore. Now, how far can you climb? Let's like, oh, you're, you're standing on the edge of this hole looking behind you, but look up, there's a mountain in front of you that you can climb up using these same strategies that make you really efficient. They tap into your motivation. They boost your confidence like crazy. And then you keep at it. So then anytime you're sliding down, not only are you not sliding into the hole, but you're like ready and you've got your ax and you're already in action and you're, you're continuing to go. And this can happen. This And the, the whole circle of the phases of the change, you can come and go and you can hop from one stage to another. But as long as you are actively surrounded by people who are doing what you want to do in your sport. They are maximizing their performance. They are digging into the hard stuff. They are taking really good looks at themselves and going, is this who I want to be or is there more? You know, you look at someone like Simone Biles, that girl, she's like, there's more, there's more. I will be uncomfortable. I will push through this. And she's got a mental coach to help her do it. All of the greatest of the greats have them. So that's the five stages. Now, if you want to move through the stages, I'm kind of like, oh gosh, I could make some changes, but I'm fine. My husband were like, oh, Rebecca, your life could be so much better. The worst thing you could do is be like, I think you should X, Y, Z. Then I'd be like, no, thank you. I, I, I do what I want. I'm very much like a teenager in that way. So if you're trying to help a teenager to move through the stages of change, or if you yourself are trying to move through those stages and really like, I want to get on that mountain. I want to get out of this hole. I want to get moving. Here's a little quick list of things that you are going to need to do in order to get out of that hole. Okay. First one is awareness. You need to get aware. You need to start paying better attention to what are your strategies. A lot of the time I'll talk to a new athlete and I'll be asking them like, okay, tell me how you approach competition, how you approach when you like, you mess up, like a baseball player messes up and he's throwing a fit in the dugout. I'm like, okay, great. That's your strategy. He's like, that's not a strategy. I'm like, no, but that's the strategy that you're using. Your strategy currently is put a lot of pressure on yourself, throw a little mini fit, do not let it go, hold a grudge, be really mad at yourself and melt down in, in games and then feel stupid because you're playing well in practice. He's like, ah, like, yeah, that's your strategy. So whatever it is that you're doing currently is your current strategy. So you want to start really paying attention to that. The next one is desire. The way that you're going to want to start digging is there's got to be a reason. There's got to be like a pot of gold at the top of that hole. My metaphor is getting so strange. I know. Bear with me. (laughs) There's got to be a reason. Why do you want that skill? Why do you want that level? Why are you doing your sport? Your why has got to guide you. Because if there isn't really a very strong reason why, our natural state is to stay the same. We just want to maintain. We don't want to get any better. Even if maintenance is subpar and not not what you're looking for, and you're not even happy. Our brains are designed to keep you staying the same. So unless you have a a reason to push through and go bigger and go better, you're not going to. Okay. Then there's this thing that I notice happens when people are in the action phase and they're making adjustments to the way that they, you know, their attitude, their focus, they're adding in mental skills, they're adding in techniques. They start to see it working. And that's it. It's like, you actually have to start digging before you know that you're going the right direction. You have to start taking action before you can confirm that it's working. That's the thing that I see in athletes who are, they're just starting to work through a fear and they're like, I am so uncomfortable. Is this even going to work? And then it starts to work. 
And that's what keeps fueling them forward big time from there. But you, it's like, it requires this leap of faith to be like, I want it bad enough that I'm willing to give it a try. Then you have to have new strategies to replace those old strategies. So like this baseball player I'm talking about, we came up with a way to process after he had a bad inning and be like, all right, this is exactly what we're going to do. And this is what I'm teaching in my group training tonight and perform happy. It's how to create your bounce back routine so that you don't have to be afraid of having a setback because you know exactly how to deal with a disappointment. So instead of just defaulting to the, you know, a fit in the dugout, you have an exact strategy of this is how I process this, reset and get back in action. Social support is another way to get through those levels, those stages of change. If you've got people around you who believe in you, who know how to help you, who give you great advice, who give you support, your coaches, your parents, you know, everybody who's in your corner, that's going to allow you to move into the uncomfortable territory of change that much easier. Reminders and cues. So you have to have certain things reminding you all the time of what you're working toward and what is your new strategy. Because if you don't, you're going to forget what you're doing and you're just going to default to hissy fit in the dugout. You have to have little reminders, visual reminders in your space, in your bag. I've had swimmers who paint their fingernails gold and then they see them in the starting blocks and it reminds them, you know, you have to have certain reminders in your visual space while you're trying to create a new strategy, because otherwise you will not remember to use the strategies, which then the strategies aren't going to work. And then the last one is to have a clear and logical plan. A lot of the time when we're reacting, we're like, oh no, I messed up. Ah, I need to solve this. We're reacting. We don't have a logical plan. We're just like, shoot. Oh no, quick, fix it. But if you are going at something methodically and you're like, okay, I lack confidence in this place. I want to get confidence here. And then you come up with a plan, which is, all right, here's point A, here's point B. I'm at point A. Point B is where I want to be. So what is it going to take to get from here to there? And then you just plot each point on the line and it doesn't have to become overwhelming. And then you can just literally take it one day at a time and just take that next dot on the line, that next dot on the line. Because as you move through discomfort, you, you have to get those little wins, those little successes to believe that it's working, but also break it down into itty bitty bite-sized pieces so that you can feel like, all right, I'm moving in the right direction. Okay, now the final thing I'll mention is parents. I'm gonna give you three tips on how you can support your athletes to move through those stages, to not only notice that they're in the hole, to maybe wanna consider climbing out of it, to say, yeah, I will climb out of this, to actually start climbing and then maintaining. These are really simple, you guys. First one, ask good questions. So if you can see that they are in that hole and they are creating their own problem and they're being too hard on themselves or whatever it is that's that's going wrong for them right now, you can be like, you should fix this. That's not the thing to do. The thing to do is ask good questions. You know, hey, how is it down there? Does that feel like where you want to be? Okay, great. What are you learning during this time? You have to have this underlying foundation of neutral curiosity where you're not like, I need to get you out of this hole quickly or else. You're just like, how's the weather in there? How are you feeling? How are you feeling about your, your work today? And you can't be fake curious. You have to actually just be like, I'm going to allow my athlete to have their own process. So let me just see if I can help them explore what's going on for them and know that nothing is wrong. Nothing is wrong. This is a life lesson to be learned. Okay, so you're neutral, you're curious, you're asking these great questions. You're not giving advice. 
hard. This is so hard. You're not giving advice. You're not asking prying questions that will let them know that you have an agenda for them. You're just like, hey, what do you think you could do about that? Do you have any ideas? You're helping them to come up with their own solutions to their own struggles. And if they don't know they're struggling, ask great questions so that they can maybe go like, oh yeah, maybe this isn't exactly what I want to be doing. And I remember working with a a couple of swimmers, these guys, these teenage guys, and I'd sit with them and be like, okay, so you don't want to work any harder. So you must be just totally okay with what like your results that you're having right now. And I just got curious. I was like, so it sounds like you are fulfilling the potential that you want to fulfill. And they're like, well, no, I could totally work harder. I'm like, oh, but you don't have to, and you don't want to. And they're like, well, yeah, but I, no, but I do. You know, it's like, you could see the little discrepancy in their mind. It's like, oh, I am slacking. And I say that I want this, but my behavior is doing this. And I could just see the wheels turning. And I wasn't like, well, dude, if you want to go faster, you got to work harder. That would not have worked in the same way of being like, okay, but it seems like you're okay based on your behavior, like with staying where you're at. And I really genuinely was okay with it. Obviously, I'm not their parent. But if you can find that to be like, hey, that's fine. You're doing fine. But then they're like, no, but I know I could work harder and I could go faster. And gosh, maybe I do want to make some change. That's the irony about great communication is that you're not coaching them. You're not giving them advice. You're not giving them orders. You're just allowing them the space to explore it for themselves. Okay, so those are your tips. Neutral curiosity, just help them be there. Basically be there. Allow, like observe what's happening, ask great questions, and then let them have their process. And when they're in action, jump. What can I do for you? What do you need for me? How can I support you? Instead of trying to command the path for them. All right, so those are some tips. If you are stuck on a plateau, you don't know why, start paying attention. Start paying attention to what you are doing or not doing that's not supporting you and getting what you say that you want. All right, everybody, thanks for hanging out with me today. I will be back next week. I'll see you then. Thank you so much for joining me for this week's episode of the Perform Happy Podcast. If you're ready to unlock your maximum sport potential, head over to performhappy.com and join us. You'll be training alongside world champion athletes and Olympic hopefuls. And I will personally take you through my research-based system for overcoming fear and mental blocks, building confidence, and finding your flow. I'm coach Rebecca Smith, and I'll see you next time.